We are recording. All right. You want to start the show? Yeah, let's start the show. Uh, right. Welcome to Just a Few Things with... Sean and Abby. Yes. I think that's our. That's the one that we went <laughs> Okay. Well, we did. Like, I think... Wait, did you say... I honestly was not listening to what you just said. Did you say, welcome to... Well, we'll just let's do it back. And if it was, and it was. And if it wasn't... Then, you know, it changes every week, so it makes it interesting. So Saturday, Sunday, Sunday was Groundhog's Day, which I didn't know until, like, late in the evening. (laughs) We were, like, watching the Super Bowl, and I was like, is it Groundhog's Day? And It just um, came in your head when you were watching the Super Bowl? Yeah, I don't know what made me think about it, but it just popped into my head, and I was like, oh, yeah. And uh, so I guess he saw his shadow? Yeah. And so that means spring's coming early? Yeah, early spring. So I had seen, like, heard that, right? Obviously, I was talking right. about it, and, like, it happened. Uh, and then for the next, I don't know, four or five days, like, it was sunny. Like, it was warm. It was sunny. Like, we were, I, I was thinking spring was coming right then and there. <laughs> no waiting. I know. Right? And then yesterday and today, it, like, down poured snow i don't know what you call that but like we got a lot of snow and it was really cold and it wouldn't stop snowing and it's really icy out and the whole thing and now i'm not believing the uh the groundhog you know you never you never can believe a groundhog i don't trust them with weather i mean i don't know why how did that start you know like that's so I don't know, but like, there's, there's a whole, a whole organization for it. It's been around for like hundreds of years, and I, like, who was like thought of it and said like, you know what, groundhogs are going to predict if this if spring is going to come early. I, it's the same people, well, kind of like the same type of people who think that like the Mayan calendar or whatever, <laughs> who created the Mayan calendar that was like, which you know, people are like oh, the world is eventually going to end. But, like, now we have a scientific reasoning for it, at least, right? Right. But the Mayans were just like, oh, yep, 2000 or 2012. But, like... It's just going to be gone then. They were probably just like, you know what? I'm tired of making calendars. We've been... We made, like, calendars, like, 2,000 years in advance or whatever. How many years? I don't know. Yeah. They're probably like, we made so many calendars. We just... Let's just stop at 2012 because... I'm tired. <laughs> that's what, that's what my mindset would have been if I was making calendars. They just need to have the mindset of one day at a time, you know? Yeah. Like, look at the week ahead of you and live that week, and then you can figure out the next week if you get lucky that it comes. So, know? one week at a time. I, guess, I mean, yeah, but also day by day. Like, I mean, you got to know what's coming up. But right. at the same time, so interestingly enough, um, I was – Okay, not this is not the interesting part, but I was watching the Taylor Swift documentary, as we all know, of which course. is fantastic, and we can do a full recap. Um, but we'll we'll wait for that for a few minutes. Um, and she was talking about how her life is planned three, four years in advance because, like, that's what you have to do as a superstar to be able to kind sure. of you know keep up and be where you need to be at what time and get the gigs that you need to do and that kind of thing, you know? So before she even started her last tour, which was reputation, she was already planning for this next tour, which is her lover fest tour thing that's happening. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's so crazy. Um, and it's also crazy how like 
you obviously see yourself every day like you live your own life every day so you feel like super relevant but like I would say that I like I don't know that I was the biggest Taylor Swift fan like of all time you know but like I wasn't not a Taylor Swift fan she disappeared off the face of the earth like okay kind of sort of really not really but kind of for a solid year right yeah and the fact that all of her songs and all of her everything that she's in or whatever obviously that's so played just made it feel like she wasn't like like, gone gone i guess yeah um but it's just crazy how you could be so like you could be everywhere you could be nowhere all the same time and like only you know like every single thing that you do that's crazy to me i wonder how like detailed her plan is like in advance like you said she schedules her life like three years in advance like how detailed is that? Like down to the day, I don't know, but the down to the month. Amount of people that like have to be involved in doing that, right? It's crazy. So many people having your hands on like on their ha- their hands in your life. That's I don't know. I mean, for as much as I want to be famous, that is not something I would probably enjoy. You don't want to be told to do whatever every single day. Yeah, it's like, oh man, I want to do what I want to do today. I'm doing you know? me. Exactly. Yeah, and you can't really say that if you're Taylor Swift. But no. anyway, so let's just go into the breakdown of the movie. Because <laughs> why not? Um, so with the movie, documentary, I should call it, came a new song, which also released the same time that the documentary released. Okay. Specifically from the... I need a different word for document. The doc. Doc. Um, film. But the what? Film. Just film. Film. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's a good word for it. But uh, I think it took, it was, I loved the whole, all of the parts where it, like, took you way back to, like, the little home videos, you know? Yeah. Those were super cute. And um, just to, like, really get a good perspective, her mom, uh, now, like, when it was made, her mom had had cancer, like, uh, beat it. They didn't specifically say, but, like, just from context of, like, knowing things, mm-hmm. she had it twice um and they just now uh as this documentary was released which obviously happened it was finished a a long time ago um it just came out that her mom now has another tumor oh so like knowing all that and seeing her mom talk about it in the video and whatever film we're gonna call it i guess uh it was really interesting and like she kind of touched on the fact of you know, I have all of this, all of this stuff and all of this fame and all of this fortune and all this. And then it doesn't matter if you wake up and your mom's not there kind of thing. So it was really interesting. Um, I don't know the whole dynamic with her family of her mom and her dad. Um, I think what my, I know that I've always known that she's like really close with her mom, but I haven't really heard anything about her dad. And her dad was interestingly enough, kind of in the documentary a little bit, mm-hmm. um, not a huge role, but they were at his house and they had a conversation with him and that kind of thing. So I'm not sure what the dynamic is there, but uh, it's definitely interesting because I know about kind of Kelly Clarkson and how right. she, her dad left her family when she was super young and as soon as she became famous then of course he wanted back in her life and so um that also (laughs) i just have so many celebrity stories about this 
but it resonated from when I was listening to um, Chrissy Metz's book about how her dad only wanted to be back in her life when she was famous on This Is Us and just basically wanted like money from her and that kind of thing. And she was like, I want this relationship to work. Like it didn't work when we, uh, when I was younger. And like, if this is what it's going to take for you to like acknowledge my existence, then fine. Okay. But like, let's make it work. And then of course he couldn't get past the whole, well, just how much money do you make and give it to me kind of thing, you know? And so, yeah, it's interesting to see a lot of um, celebrities kind of have that, uh, situation and how they handle it differently but just a thought I guess throughout the documentary that I was when I was watching it but overall really great um, I really like how it was implemented into this um, interestingly enough shoot who was it um, Brit no it wasn't Britney Spears Ashley who's like a old she just came out with an audiobook it's on Amazon Jessica uh, Simpson um, what did you say? Jessica Simpson. Hello. Hello. Okay, say it again. Was it Jessica Simpson? Yeah, it's Jessica Simpson. Yeah, um, I think like I just saw that somewhere. Did you see that her... So she came out with a book, and you can get it in like hard copy or whatever, but then if you buy the audio book, you listen to the audio book, and then at the end of the audio book, you can there are six new songs that she like really didn't release anywhere else except for if you buy the audiobook. Oh. Wow. So that's like I guess it's a thing um for celebrities to do now because also uh Selena Gomez not it's not the same, but she uh released this album called Rare, but at the same time she also released a makeup line called Rare and she's been working on the makeup line for a while, you know, so obviously it's been right. a combination of here's the songs. Oh, and by the way, if you like the songs, go buy the makeup that goes with them, you know, which right, is right. an interesting approach. But nonetheless, very interesting uh, marketing scheme they got going on. It's there, smart. You know, but, but what? It's smart. It is it's like smart. People smart. like their want to be connected with their mm-hmm uh heroes and stuff like that so they'll pay for it you're not wrong uh and also oh just to go back to finalize our recap of miss americana 10 out of 10 would recommend (laughs) really good um okay so let's uh get into our news stories for the day what you got starts off with which guy start yeah. us off with? You were you were gonna intro me like that? That's weird. What do you want me to do? Um. Okay. So did you see the <laughs> what? Nothing. Okay. Um. Did you see the thing about Kobe's helicopter? Uh, I just saw that they still haven't figured out what even happened. Really. Yeah, so long story short is that there was no sign of an engine failure. Also, in addition to that, um, there was not anything that, or there was, there's a, there's not a code or a law or anything that makes you have to have this, like, safety system that tells you 
I guess, exactly what happened in their situation. And the pilot opted out of it because it's not required. Sure. And I guess if they had it, he could have been warned. And then, I mean, no one knows what would have happened, but people are saying that it could have, you know, avoided the situation, obviously. Yeah. I wonder, like, if Um, they found any... mm -hmm. Did did you see if they found any information, like, on the black box that was in the helicopter? There... It's not relevant, is my understanding to it, because all it, all of the stuff was clear. Like it just, all of the communication was clear. There was nothing that interfered or was going wrong with it. They literally just, I guess, they like just that's crashed. what they're trying to figure out now. Is they just fell out of the sky? Jeez, that's yeah, crazy. Yeah, and so, um, they're looking into the tail um of it like i i couldn't tell you i don't know anything about helicopters uh helicopters <laughs> but yeah they're they're looking into if the like i don't know what you call it but engine i guess it's an engine right yeah that yeah, if it just like malfunctioned or like what happened but no one's sure and for them to not be sure what two weeks after it happened yeah is kind of big um which just weird that i mean i guess there's a lot of kind of details and things that need to be worked out and they obviously had to deal with all of the like if this was someone who wasn't famous then maybe it would have been i don't know you know so there i feel like there are a lot of factors one of the factors i guess is that there was a report and this was weird to me that just the way that it was stated that all of the bodies have been returned to their families which I know when you when you when you like think about that that's weird but obviously okay they that means that they were able to be recovered they didn't like incinerate you know right but like two weeks later right no I know but like okay so normally like for a normal person who dies you have to like do the funeral like quickly because right otherwise the body's gonna be like weird and stuff you know right right but in this case just kind of like um any like famous person there was just one um for john mccain that like he went around the whole country right yeah and so obviously they did a lot of embalming and that kind of thing to preserve the body and so i'm i'm guessing that's what's happening in this situation and then there will be a memorial on the 24th february 24th at the staples center uh for all of them and then they have not released a date for an actual like funeral. I don't know. I'm going to guess it it has to be public. I mean, I don't think it has to be. It doesn't have to be, it. but like they since the people that were involved in it were like so well known and everything like that, probably going to be or a mm-hmm. high possibility. I wouldn't doubt. Yeah. But anyway, um, I mean, you know, paparazzi, then you, if it's not public, then you run the risk of paparazzi running and, and like, there's just so many factors of, I don't know, but um, ultimately, like, it's kind of, it's weird because while it's up to each individual family, like, really, it is the whole, like, Kobe and Gigi yeah. funeral, so, like, I don't know if they're going to do a separate I feel like maybe it would be more appropriate to do a separate funeral for them than it would be for the other people so that they right. get the respect that they deserve like the other people right. but at the same time you know it, it's I I would not want to be uh the PR person on that but nope. I'm not so so you know? 
You know what? That's but why. Speaking. What? That's why those people get paid a lot of money to figure that stuff out. You're absolutely right. Um, but speaking of paparazzi, we got another update on Megan and Harry. I saw this actually. Remember? Okay, and we remembered who they were. So go ahead and yes. tell me. Well, they were spotted for the first time in like what? How long was it? Like six? Like a month. A month. Yeah. Okay, sure. A little over a month. Yeah, that's fine. I don't yeah, I was like, know. I, exactly. thought, I, I thought it was like you know, six weeks, out. but whatever. It was like they were down in Florida yeah. and they got spotted for the first time at some like event. Like I don't, that's all I saw. Yes. Really. Yes. So they were at a J.P. Morgan event, which is kind of weird, I think. But you know, they were in Florida, um, which doesn't um, affirm nor deny where they're going to live or what they're going to do. But yeah, they stepped out, which like, my question is, is how do you not, okay, you get kicked out of your house. Like they lived in the palace, right? Now they don't live in the palace, right? So where have you been that you've been in this hiding (laughs) for however many weeks? Like, where did you go? Like they went and lived in a cave in the middle of the desert for like a month and a half. I guess with Taylor Swift, apparently. (laughs) <laughs> but um anyway the uh yeah they were at this event and the other thing is that like a lot of paparazzi uh with you know megan just trying to walk the dog and with archie kind of thing there was a big um hullabaloo about some paparazzi was uh filming her walk which was like weird because well it's it's a walk that you're taking with your son and dog and like, sure um but you know, it's also Meghan Markle. And yeah, exactly. Kind of have to expect that, which I guess you know. I don't know what you. I don't know what they expected if they were going to get less paparazzi or more paparazzi. I think the goal was to probably get less paparazzi once you moved. Right, but right? like, there's it doesn't matter. You're a public figure, so you're always mm-hmm. going to be a public figure. Right. So I don't know, um, but anyway, there's a big thing. There's a big well, not a big thing, but a, a segment, I guess on the today show about the whole mom shaming thing and yeah uh, both of uh hoda and um jenna just had babies recently so they were talking about it and that kind of thing so i thought that was interesting but um yeah i mean i i don't think that like they're pri- i think that they want to live a private life and be famous when it's convenient which isn't really how it works no but they're they're definitely trying to do that and i think megan wants to be famous and i think harry does not and i mean i don't know what he was expecting when he married a famous actress but right. plus uh, your, your hair, i guess she wasn't all that famous at the time but you know he could have predicted what was going to happen right but like you're prince harry you you're you were a public figure when you were two days old born yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you're always going to be famous. It, you can't True. really run from it. Which is crazy. But, you know, and it's kind of, it's just like when you're young, you want to be older. And when you're older, you want to be younger kind of thing. That's the right. same. It's like when you're not famous, you want to be famous. And when you're famous, you don't want to be famous. You always want to be the opposite. Yeah. Well, uh, not everybody can get what they want, I guess. Nope. Uh, so our last story for the day. Your last story. Oh, okay, yeah. Fancy. Um, 
the kid who looks like the little the Odell Beckham Jr. look-alike kid who ran the football in at the Super Bowl. Yes. He was uh, interviewed. He has been do- going doing interview stuff, you know. Super cute kid, very uh, humble and definitely media trained, which is cute. <laughs> but he um, was being asked a couple questions like, you know, who was your favorite player and uh, whatever. And he said that Peyton Manning like stopped and, you know, played catch with him and that kind of thing. He was like, yeah, he was telling me I was really good. And I was like, oh, that's, that's cute. And um, obviously he couldn't tell his friends about it, which like that sucks, you know, like you were so excited, like you're literally meeting your heroes and you're you can't tell any of your friends about it. But he told them that he was in a mayonnaise commercial and he was traveling around the country to be in this mayonnaise commercial, (laughs) which is funny. But, you know, like, why? 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 Um, How did that come up in his head? Like, you know what? They'll believe this. Yeah. I don't know, but apparently that's what, and I'm sure this kid lives in LA and, you know, goes to auditions all the time. So it probably sure. wasn't far, that far out there, you know? Yeah, that's true. But, um, I forget what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, one story yeah, that no, I found, point. one story that I found, if you're done, are you done with your story? Yeah. Okay. No, go for it. There was a school out in California that was doing a fundraiser and mm-hmm. like, they were showing the Lion King like at their school to like raise money or for something, and they raised like eight hundred dollars. But then, like a couple weeks later, Disney came after them because they didn't have a license to show their movie, and they fined oh. them like three hundred dollars to because they didn't go through the proper steps to show this movie. But it's like it's an element. They only find them three hundred dollars. Yeah. But it's like an elementary school, and you find them for having a movie night to raise money, and you find them. You're Disney, you're a multi-billion-dollar company, and you find them three hundred dollars. Yeah, for... but Disney's crazy. They like do that kind of stuff just to make a point. But you like know? they did it, but then they came out like a couple of days later, and like the CEO and everyone apologized for it and everything, and they're gonna and they he came out and said that he was gonna personally donate money to this school and everything because he feels bad for what they did so like what was Mm -hmm. the point in doing it i don't know i just saw that well the point was to tell everyone else not to copyright their stuff right but disney's like they're they they always have been crazy if they let an elementary school slide then they're gonna let a middle school slide and then they're gonna let a high school slide and then you know it's just gonna keep happening we had what it's just gonna keep happening yeah, exactly. And I don't know, we had movie night in elementary school, but I can't remember if you had to like pay money for it or what. Well, like but, if it was free, it's not it's it's fine, but it was they had to pay to get in here. It was like a parents night out. Right. So I guess it was free. I don't know, but uh yeah, that's interesting. Um I guess a way around that I don't know, and I'm just, you know, spitballing here, is, like, the movie is free to see, but then there's, like, a 50-50 raffle or something. I get their elementary school kids. Sure. But like, I'm sure their parents No, it was for their parents. And like, it was, like, the event was called a parents' night out. So I like, see. So the parents weren't there. Yeah, or something like that. I don't know. It didn't really yeah. go into depth on, but, like, the event. And, it, like, we did um, a little thing where when you got there, you put your name in the drawing, and then... 
you know, they stopped the movie halfway through or three fourths of the way through and they drew the name. And then if you got, if you got to, if your name was called, you got to go with the principal into the supply closet and get a ruler or a clipboard or whatever (laughs) you wanted. Yeah. So one night and you had to be there. And so one night I was there, but then like I left early or something. Maybe it was the night that my sister went to the hospital after she, um, got cut open with a teddy bear oh. with a battery pack her eye yeah so anyway they felt bad for me or something and uh so they called me down the next I, well it was friday night movie night so the next monday and i got to go and pick out my ruler it was purple ruler um that i got to keep in my desk and it was so cool because my name was drawn that night for to win the big fancy prize the big fancy ruler yes so great that's awesome. We never I, had. You know what? Like I'll that. never forget it. You'll never forget that purple ruler. Do you still have it? I have not a clue. No, I don't think so. That's sad. But it meant a lot to me at the time, you know. Of course it did. It was a prize you won in front of everyone. I know, and I got. I was the special because, like, if you if you're not there, then they just pick another kid, and then that person gets it. But I was the special one that they gave it to me anyway, j- because my name was picked. It reminds me one like we at our band concerts they would do like raffles and stuff like that for yeah movie tickets and candy and stuff like that and like one time they had one of the prizes was a uh, candy basket with movie tickets mm-hmm. and stuff in it and it was before I was mm-hmm. in band so it was when my sister was in band so like I was going to the concerts and I bought one raffle ticket for like three dollars and I won this giant laundry hamper. That was full of candy and uh-huh. full of, and had like two movie tickets in it. And I thought it was the coolest thing ever because I walked down on stage in front of like 600 people, 700 people and just got this basket when I was like 12 years old and just walked back to my seat and had and just started eating candy for the rest of the rest of like the concert. I thought it was so cool. You were the cool kid on campus. I was living the dream of a 12 year old kid. And that sounds like a good time to me. I, yeah, I don't know. I was just thinking, I was literally sitting on the couch earlier and I was like, dang, like, you lived a life in like elementary school. Yeah, that's like, you know, you don't have any problems to worry about, especially like <laughs> when we were in school, you didn't have a cell phone. Oh, I had problems. Oh, you, had you pro- didn't have problems? Oh, of course. I had, like, I had elementary school problems. Like, I ran for. Yeah. I was the vice president of the elementary school when I was in fifth grade. Yeah. That was the most stressful time and like, of when my your life. friends were going to be able to play. That was a big deal. And you didn't and have a cell phone. Town one day, and then like one weekend, if you go visit your grandparents, then you miss the dodgeball war and, and the neighborhood, and then you don't have any any knowledge of like. And then what everyone's happened talking about it, and you have yeah. no idea what's going on anymore. <laughs> yeah. No. But I don't even know how we got there. Oh, wait, wait. What was your story? You don't remember my story? I just told it. <laughs> I seriously don't I won it. a candy basket at a music no, concert. No, not that. What, how did we get, like, I was, was talking about uh, an elementary school in California that showed a Disney movie illegally. Oh, right, right, Okay, I forgot. Yeah. It's interesting, for sure, and all the copyright license and all that, and obviously we're broadcasting yeah people which i only need after the semester i only need one more i literally um because i went to see my 
advisor person today. Yeah. Um, I need one more broadcasting course to finish my degree. Oh. And I, um, and, uh, he was like, yeah, so you should apply for graduation at the end of this year. Like obviously for next year still, but yeah. like for the audit and everything. And I was like, how am I already here? Yeah. It's crazy. But yeah. like you have to apply early. Cause like one time, I think it was like two years ago, someone didn't know they had to apply to graduation for their audit. And then it was yeah. like the semester of their, when they're grad supposed to graduate and then they're like, they, well, uh, kind of forgot about this, so I have to go another semester. And I'm like, what? Uh, How do you forget? That's awful. I think, so um, our friend Riley, I think she, like, applied on time or something, but, like, doesn't have enough credits. Like, obviously, that's what the audit is for or something. Yeah, yeah. So she might not be able to graduate, like, literally this semester. She's She was expecting to graduate this semester, and now it's, like, up in the air, which uh, would be terrifying. Stress not good that's terrifying well it's it's not fun i that... should be on okay so i should be able to take 12 credits my first semest- semester and like nine or something like that's the amount that i need to graduate yeah but i can take like any course that i want so at first i was looking through the courses today and i was like okay i want to take a scuba diving class because here's the that thing. was so cool i'm terrified Yes, I'm terrified of water. Like, I do not like to be near oceans or whatever. I don't... They freak me out. Um, But, like, it's my last year... Or last... Yeah, my last year of college. Like, I'm I'm going to... I'm going to conquer my fear of water and take a scuba diving class. (laughs) That's scary. Okay, like, I'm not afraid of, like, water, like, splashing. Like, I'll get in the ocean, but, like to go far out in the ocean or like oh. okay like drowning is what i'm afraid of really you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah um and like i just don't like the possibility of <laughs> even like if we're i can like i can swim fine and whatever but it's just i don't know it just doesn't it makes me nervous so i was like i'm gonna conquer this fear i'm gonna take this scuba diving class and then i was like oh well there's also an i can take a i need like one any level course what like i can take literally anything and one has to be a 300 or above and so i found this advanced skiing class which like it the the, the you have to have like there's three levels okay you don't have to take them all i think it's based on like where you already are so like the skiing is the first level is like clipping into your skis and then the second course is um like you know how to go down the hill and the third one is actually like more advanced so i was like oh i can totally do that 300 level and um then it goes to the actual same it's the actual place that we went last weekend yeah it's that same place and you go to uh i think it's like a weekend course you go like twice or something like that and that's like the whole thing you have to obviously like well, part of the course is to, like, learn safety and that kind of thing and then like, actually take a test on it. Right. To, you know, learning and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But, um, so I'm torn between scuba diving and skiing. But, like, I go skiing a lot relatively, you know, for, like, as compared to as much as I go scuba diving. Yeah. So, like, why not try something new? Yeah, you I know? would totally try the scuba diving class. Okay. And then I also was going to do, like, weightlifting because, like, I never did that in – we had a weightlifting class in high school and like I always thought it was super cool and like obviously it's really important to like know the correct like moves and whatever. 
but I was like, you can do that like anytime or like get a personal trainer or something like when you're older, you know? Right. So I was like, scuba diving is something that I would never do. Like other than in this circumstance, never do on your own. No. Yeah. I think I might do that next semester. Totally should. That'd be so much fun. Would you just scuba dive like in the pool or something? Well, so it's at a, it's off campus, um, at a pool. Yeah. An indoor pool that uh, is like meant for this, meant for training and that kind of thing. Yeah. And so, I uh, yeah, you like get they like have scuba gear and then you you just like go in the pool and stuff. That'd be so. really fun. Mm-hmm. It'd be a lot. And of I have fun. a friend who, over the summer, like he went, he goes to school in Florida, and um, like he has his advanced divers degree or whatever so i'm like i majored in scuba diving in college okay well it's not it's not it's not a major but like yeah (laughs) so and i'm like taking a bunch of like fun because like basically what happened was i like got all of my actual like courses i had to take kind of out of the way so my next two semesters my next two semesters i need the credits but they're like all electives that I can just choose whatever right. I want. Yeah, that's the best time. That's it's so much yeah. fun just to do that. That's why I so. took like three yoga classes. Yeah, I thought about yoga too, but then I saw um, scuba diving and I was like, I can't pass it up. No, you can't. You can't. So, yeah. Hopefully that'll happen for me. I think it will. You'll do it. Yeah. So. All right. So I think that's about it for this week's episode. I think so. Um, Same time, same place next week? I'll be here. Okay. Will you? Will you have a job by then? No. uh, I won't hear back for about two weeks. So I went out. I was out there Tuesday and Wednesday. um, Flew out there Tuesday. Flew back Wednesday. Wednesday evening. And I was the only second person to go out of eight people. So I got oh. a little bit of time. Yeah, they still gotta get through a lot of other people. Yeah. And they only hire one new apprentice. No, they each hire four. Oh. Yeah. So your chances are like fifty percent. Yeah. Well, so higher if you don't because get it, you're you know a real big loser. Thanks. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay. But I'm pretty confident. I got confidence in myself. Good. Good. It's all that matters. It's all that matters. All right. How do we end the show? Uh, you've you this has been thanks for this is yeah this has been just a few things say bye is that it okay bye